know. I don't know if... I don't know. Sorry. I mean, I'm not going to stress myself over... Stress out myself over this podcast thing. Um, I'll do this whenever I feel like it. Anyways. Sorry. I don't know what I was saying. Okay, anyways. Yeah. Um... It's it's pretty known. I'm a controversial person. I like to talk about the um so and so nitty gritty. I don't even see it as controversial, which is why I say random shit really casually. I see it as events that happen the same way any other mundane event could happen. You know, like oh um my mom made me a fucking Buddha. Also, a building collapsed and. They're still looking for people, and 80, 80 people have been injured and one dead so far, last I've checked. Um, and that's the world recently, you know? Um, obviously, that's <laughs> pretty privileged. Um, yeah, we all have, you know, the monkey space is what... <laughs> the technical term, totally. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, jokes, guys. I'm, I joke a lot. Um, sorry. Monkey space is like, um, what's immediately around you is kind of what you see. And if your monkey space is surrounded by racists and all that, then you, it's easier for you to become racist. That's all you see. That That's what makes you ignorant. And, um, yeah, there's no avoiding it because at the end of the day, whatever you, whatever your environment is, whoever you interact with the most, that's the view, that, those are the mindsets you surround yourself with and, you can uh, be aware of this, but that's not going to change anything. You will still have um, subconscious biasness, biases towards people, towards things, towards everything, just because um, of your monkey space. I don't know what the fuck I was... Okay, anyways. I don't know why I even talked about that. I don't know what that was for. Anyways. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about, <laughs> I wanted to talk about things, I don't know what things, we're just gonna, I know what things, maybe, that there's a point somewhere, I don't really know where it is, huh, okay, anyways, so yeah, it's gonna be one of those, where I, where I say some uninformed bullshit, um, and that could be really annoying, that could be really obnoxious, I know, um, and I get it. I don't know if I would want to listen to that from a random person that doesn't know what they're talking about. So, um, sorry about that. But, yeah, that's what this is. My bad. Um, anyways. So, I, first I want to say that I tend to see just everything, humanity particularly as a whole, rather than individuals, which is why I tend to have a lot of hope for immunity, and that gives me really, like, honestly, unrealistic um, visions, unrealistic expectations and stuff, and that's, like, a reason why, you know, if someone does something, like, weird even once, if I don't like how some, what someone said or something like that, I really kind of blow up, I'm sure, y'all have noticed it and I'm sure it's fucking annoying and I get it and I don't like it myself either I'm painfully aware of how much I'm overreacting sometimes but um I also 
feel the compulsive need to, and I'm sorry, I guess I should work on it. I I don't know, but I, th- that's something I should honestly look into. But personally, I just want to say it's because I see things as a whole. And automatically, my brain goes, what kind of people do that? What kind of people say that? And then I just end up thinking the worst. And is that... um. Is that fair? No, it's not. Because especially me, I say terrible, horrible shit all the time. And especially if it's taken out of context, I could, I sound like a horrible person, maybe. Maybe I'm very right about this. Maybe I just am a horrible person and maybe um, that's the thing. But also, um, to be human is to be shitty sometimes, great sometimes. It's just how it is. Um... And it's not fair of me, uh, and I'm also aware of that. It's not like I, it's not like I automatically in my head um, cancel someone because uh, it's just worded it weirdly or something. But I will talk about it. Either way, that does kind of seem like I'm making it a big deal and um, bringing it up, like the fact that it bothered me enough to bring it up because I know other people. It would have to um, sit on their minds a little bit more to bring up. It would have to really bother them to actually speak up about anything. That's not how it is for me. And that's why I do say things very easily. And through that, I'm sorry if there's a misconception. I'm sorry if I've made anyone uncomfortable because of that. I don't know what the fuck I was saying. I don't know if that made any sense. I'm sorry. Anyways. Um. <laughs> um. Anyways. All that to say is I, oh, okay, so seeing things as a whole, I understand that that also can be very useless. Like, that can be very, um, because in order to do immediate change, you have to talk about specific shit and really hone in on specific problems and give solutions. And just th- talking about the broader spectrum of things doesn't really do anything. Um, I'm aware, and that makes it so that whatever I'm talking about is pretty pointless at the end of the day. Nothing changes, and uh, nothing really seems to happen. But um, for my case, I'd like to argue just even thinking about it even a little bit, having it in your mind. If I say something that causes people to at least think, then that is worth it to me. Um... It's not the same as, okay, let's go um, run all these businesses out of business because they um, do unethical practices or something. It's not the same as that, but change is pretty slow. I mean, things, things the rate of anything happening has been speeding up over the past couple of decades. Honestly, like two or three decades. But um, anyways, overall... Um, Especially in relation to a human lifespan, yeah, change happens very slowly. So, I, I, for me, that is enough. So, moving forward, I wanted to talk about um, how we... I'm sorry, again, I don't know if any of this makes sense. Anyways, I wanted to talk about how we, um, as people, recently in this new modern landscape talk about these things talk about tragedies talk about important events talk about 
all of it. Um, and I think the way we communicate all of these and try to prove our points is really uh, cold-hearted and really not just just not efficient and just it, it just irks me. I don't know. Never mind. I don't really know the right words to convey that, but I'll just anyways. So, as an example, um, I was just casually thinking about abortion because that's what you do. You just think about abortion as your mom makes butta and as people die. And it was just one person that died so far in that building thing. Anyway, sorry. Um, um, abortion, right? So how we've been talking about it, by we, I mean um, girl boss TikTokers. <laughs> sorry. Um, we, they've, they've been, like, making all these jokes about, like, um, eat, eat the ch- unborn child. It's not a child. It's, it's like, a fucking zygote, I think. No, wait, I don't know. Either way, they're whether or not that cl- those clump of cells, I think you could refer to anything as a clump of cells. So I'll go for that. A clump of those clump of cells, um, whether or not it has life is not something we can prove because we don't know what consciousness is, and we can't prove. Like we, it's still debated whether or not a virus is alive. They say it, it's said it's not. Because it lives through other things, but technically we live off other things. Oh, yeah, we can make the definition of anything, anything. So there's no clear indicator to what consciousness or life is. I think bacteria is alive, though. I don't remember that. <laughs> this is making me sound so stupid. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways that whole thing. And they make it very lighthearted because their whole thing is it's a clump of cells. Objectively, it's nothing. And again, I don't see it that way because I think that you can't prove whether or not it's alive or not. And then you also... But that applies to the other side, obviously, the pro whatever it was, life. Yeah, you can't prove it's alive, actually. So, I don't know what to tell you. Anyways, um, I'm pro-choice um, anyways saying is i don't like the conversation about it because it's just very um i don't know oh uh, sorry all i'm trying to say i don't think okay i think they there's valuable information and arguments obviously but i think we really need to focus on the fucking reality of it and um obviously i haven't had an abortion um i don't know anyone who has uh I don't even know anyone who has lost a child. But, like, I know the, uh, like, I, t- I read through, back in, the, back in the day, I read through testimonies and experiences about this shit, and for everyone, it is not just, like, a clump of cells that they just, like, ah, yeah. And I'm not saying that's a bad way of looking at it. I think that helps make a really stressful situation a lot easier to go through. But I also think that there's um, also people that see it as losing a possible child. And it's fucking traumatic and terrifying, especially if you're alone in it because of whatever circumstances made you get there. And... 
I don't like the reduction of it. Because at the same time, you want to make the best choice you can. And when one side is going, aha, flush it down, let's eat it for dinner. And the other side saying, you are a murderer, you are killing babies, you are a piece of shit. And who are you to say if this, um, who are you to be the dictator of life and death? when you are just trying to do whatever is the best, whether that be because you just know you can't provide a fucking life like that, you're not going to be the best parent for the kid, the kid will... Or if if the baby was just made in a horrible way, any, any, like, there's so many fucking, like, situations for this, right? Um, anyways, that's not the point. I'm saying, like, there is no middle ground and i think for people that the people that have to go through the reality of abortions really suffer from this like it just it, it makes me feel really bad for them it's it's just terrifying and i feel just so bad and so sorry and i don't like the way it's handled i mean who am i to say maybe it's handled the best way maybe but i think um there's also other things like it applies to like school shootings and like gun control and all that. Because you can say, oh, it's not like every school is being shot up and all that. It's not really that fucking bad if you look at just the numbers, if you look at just the facts. But a school shooting is more than that. It's having to be a parent and sending your kids off to school. And always worrying whether or not, like, they could die there one day. No one should be scared of receiving education. But that's our reality. And that is not said in the numbers and statistics. That is the, like, the actual reality, the actual experience of this shit is not transcribed with the way, it's not, like, even brought up in the way that we talk about things. Um, suicides it's like it's really not about um the numbers I mean the most the the most sad thing is when when you kill yourself you just end up being another statistic it's talking about the actual reality of it and I mean I think the best thing we could talk with the best um thing I could think of is maybe terminal illnesses. Everyone talks about the actual, not everyone, it's still very much, but like the reality of knowing someone who has to have gone through cancer and is just dying and you know what's happening is much more talked about. And I think that reality is very easy to understand because there's no moral, there's no political agenda behind it. Well, no, because there is, um, there's still the whole, um, you know, only rich people could even, when it comes to a certain stage, only the privileged can even afford it and all that. But at least I think because terminal illness afflicts everyone, it does not care about your status. It does not care about your race. It doesn't care about anything. I think because the privileged also have to experience terminal illness, it is the reality of it is much more apparent. It is much more talked 
about. Whereas the reality of the effects, the mental effects, everything from these kind of things is just not. And I think that's what's actually important because honestly, um, of course, who the people that are most affected by mass shootings, let's say, are the kids who died, are the are the innocent kids who just wanted education who died, are the families that have to live after that, are the teachers that maybe even survived and still go. But on a wider scale, it changes everything in America for children. It changes everything in America for parents. And that's not even brought up. And is it out of respect? I don't know. Actually, that doesn't make sense. No, I think it's literally just because of the politics. And I think in a perfect world, um, here's what I have to say. It's like, if we, if numbers could be used, and if it was just that, and everyone took that seriously, then politics wouldn't be so prideful. It wouldn't be so emotional. It wouldn't, like, no one should have an ego over it. No one should be like, yeah, I'm a proud Democrat. Yeah, I'm a proud Republican. That shouldn't be the case. If we just, if we're just arguing about numbers, because what kind of emotions do numbers have? What kind of emotions do cold, hard facts have? None. Um, (laughs) I don't know if I'm making sense. I'm sorry, but anyways. But since that's not how it is, since that's not human nature, I think we need to actually talk about the long-term, short-term effects of all this shit. Um, I did hear, I did hear about this from um, fucking Bo Burnham. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, I really am sorry. But he talked about he he's been talking about for years, like the effects of social media because it's a really new thing and it's changing everything really um and he was talking about how the conversation for that is very much like oh kids spend like half their day on their phones and here's how that messes up the neurochemical data of their brains right now and etc and bad sleep and whatever when he said that he thinks that the conversation should be more like, how about the fact that we're literally disconnected from reality, that we view our own lives as a movie, that we do things just so that we could later look back on about how life is now just um, a collection of experiences so that you can capture them and later talk about at your graduation, wedding, funeral, whatever, how how we all just became um movie stars in our own life when we could just be you know living life and that's a whole nother conversation and that's a whole nother thing uh it's it's also important but i i want <laughs> i mean that whole thing i just can't even like that i just don't know what to say to that because I don't know how you're supposed to live life. There's just no way. I mean, obviously, I think this isn't it. I think we're all going to 
be very dissociative and we already are and hey whenever you guys finally get derealized or something hit me up because i that happened to me and it was really scary and i wish um i at least knew someone who went through that because i feel really alone about it anyways um so yeah anyways what was i talking about i don't even remember might have to end it now because i think i have to go um i know my voice got really shaky and it's (laughs) i'm i mean i'm obviously passionate about this but it's because i'm nervous because um some people are over now and if they're hearing me um the podcast is tsft uh look me up on spotify and um (laughs) it's not like i'm about to cry i'm sorry i don't know maybe that added something i don't know um okay so this is me a bit later and by a bit later i mean 12 a.m um i just wanted to say the last part Basically, what I wanted to say with the Brutal Burnham thing is that I think his take on how we communicate these issues, these topics, can be applicable, is applicable to how we approach anything. Because he was talking about social media in particular. I think just generally that is how we talk about things, and I think that is a shame. And I think... Not even a shame, it just doesn't do justice to the importance and how how big of a deal these things are. And people don't even realize how big of a deal they are because of that. And if you're going to make politics emotional, then like at least do it right, you know? Because you can't be like, I don't know, never mind. This doesn't even make any sense, like I'm like half delirious. Okay, anyways, bye. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, bye.